This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and, if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, owning and running a car is one of the most expensive things that we do, and driving a fossil fuel vehicle is one of the most environmentally damaging things that we can do. That's why walking and cycling and taking public transport are such good options. But for some journeys, we really appreciate the speed and the convenience that a car gives. Electric cars are a better option, but Although they might be cheaper to run than their fossil fuel equivalents, they're often much more expensive to buy. And all of that uncertainty about charging makes us really reluctant to take the plunge. So how about hiring a car rather than buying one? Now we're going to hear about two options today. Later we'll hear about Helen Burridge's experience renting an electric car by the month. But first, let's look at the option of joining a car club. With help from St Albans District Council, Enterprise Cars has just set up a car club in the centre of St Albans. There are currently two vehicles available for registered users to borrow on an hourly or a daily basis. Now, the vehicles are situated in Civic Close, just behind Ladbrokes of St Peter's Street. And whilst they're currently hybrid vehicles, the plan is that they will soon be swapped for all electric vehicles. I spoke to Candice Looper, Sustainability Officer for St Albans District Council, and I started by asking her why St Albans District Council decided to back the setting up of this new car club. Is being a member of a car club better for us and the environment than owning a car? Well, we know that car clubs negate the need for car ownership. So um, many of us own cars, but only use them a few times a week. And if car club vehicles are available for people to use, then there's less need for as many cars to be in use, less cars taking up parking spaces on our street and more space for pedestrians and cyclists. So we need to find alternative ways of getting about that don't involve us all owning a car and car clubs provide a really convenient and reliable solution. Research shows that having one local car club vehicle takes off around 18 private cars off the road. We used to have a car club called WizGo. I think that was uh, about, it must have been about 15 years ago now. And quite a few residents in the district that had second or third cars were starting to get rid of those cars because the WizGo car club you know, met their needs for those occasional journeys they were making. So we really wanted to bring a car club back into the area and we're really pleased to be able to do that now. So yeah, so having a car club provides an alternative to car ownership. Of course, it improves air quality because they're they're fully electric vehicles and that can help to reduce our district greenhouse gas emissions and also to ease local congestion. That all sounds good. So Candice, can you tell us who you think car club membership might be particularly good for? Who might it benefit most? Car clubs are beneficial for so many people. So they're a great solution for people who can't afford a car or people who care about the environment but don't have the means to purchase an electric vehicle. 
they make driving an electric car much more affordable as you're only paying for the annual membership and the hourly rate. Car clubs are also really good for those households who have two or three vehicles. Maybe one vehicle is in use all the time and the other vehicles are just used occasionally. So using a car club instead could be a way for those households to save money as they could get rid of those additional cars and just use the car clubs as needed. Some people need a car just very occasionally. A lot of us own cars, but we might only use them once a week. Or people might want to visit somewhere they don't normally go and just borrow a car for you know, occasional use or delivery or pickup. Or there might be people who are travelling across the country by train and just need to, to use a car at the destination for a couple of hours. It's often cheaper and easier than, say, hiring a car for the whole day. Also, with more and more developments being built without car parking spaces, car clubs provide a really good solution for those people moving in there where there's limited parking. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's lots of positives there to car clubs, Candice. So can you just explain to us exactly how the new car club in St Albans works? Is it something we have to, to join up with and how do we get charged for it? Yeah, so you just have to join. You sign up at the website enterprisecarclub.co.uk forward slash St Albans. Have your driving licence to hand. It only takes a few minutes and that gives you access to all the Enterprise Car Club vehicles across the UK. Once approved, it takes a couple of hours, you'll be able to access the vehicle either using your smartphone app or an access card which is sent to you. So you sign up and then when you want to use the car, you log in either to the app or the website, select the vehicle you want and choose your reservation start and end time. If you're not good with using websites and apps, you can also call the customer help desk. So reserve a vehicle and then go to the vehicle at your allotted time and use your access card to unlock the vehicle you'll find a pin pad in the glove compartment and this will allow you to retrieve the keys. And then off you go. And then when you come back, bring the vehicle back to the same location, use the app to lock the vehicle. If you needed a little extra time, you can always extend the reservation. Or if you have any problems, there's actually a a handset in the car that goes straight to customer services. So it's pretty easy really to use. If we join the car club, we aren't we can't just access the cars in St Albans, but throughout the country, as you say, perhaps to link up with rail journeys that we're making. Yeah, and you have access to about 1,400 vehicles across the UK. Okay. So how about practicalities like, say, insurance? Do we need to have separate insurance or is that included? No, the good thing about using a car club is you're only paying for the hourly rental, your mem- membership fee and a per mile charge, which is only a few pence based on how far you drive. So you're not having to pay for fuel, insurance, servicing, MOT, road tax, breakdown cover, and all the other costs associated with owning a car. So everything's included and there's no deposit to pay. Okay, well, that's good to know. And what incentives are we getting here in St Albans if we sign up now? So if you sign up in 2022 using the code St Albans, capital letters, you get your first year's membership for £10 instead of £60. And you also get £10 driving credit, which must be used within 90 days of joining. So it's quite a significant discount. And that's to um, you know get more people to try the car club out and see how easy it is. If you're already a member of another car club, Enterprise will reduce your joining fee to one pound. 
Sounds like some great incentives there. So what are your plans to develop this scheme into the future? We would really like to expand this scheme across the district. Obviously, this is a one-year trial, so we want to see what take-up is like. If we see that people are using the, the car club and benefiting from the vehicles, then we will do whatever we can to expand it across the district. We'd really love to see a few cars in every village and on every new large development. We'll look forward to hearing how that goes. Candice, thank you very much indeed for explaining that to us. Thank you so much for having me. I was talking there to Candice Looper, Sustainability Officer at St Albans District Council. And Candice did tell me that as soon as the new car club cars became available, they were immediately rented out. So it sounds like the car club is proving popular. And if you are one of those people who's tried the car club, do get in touch with Amanda at RadioVerilum.com as it'd be great to hear about your experience. Now, Helen Burridge has found another option. She hires an electric vehicle by the month from a company called On2, that's O-N.T-O. I asked Helen why her family had decided to hire an electric car. So hi, Amanda. Um, well, we always leased. We had um, our first tentative step was a hybrid. And so we'd had a jazz um, that we really, really loved. And so then we got a jazz hybrid which was our first automatic and our first hybrid. And that went really well. And we basically just decided to take the plunge, given that On2 had popped up in the media about two years ago. And so my husband had done what he always does when he sees new tech that intrigues him, which is add his name to a waiting list. And so we were one of the early adopters in terms of them being able to say we have this number of people interested and allowed them to expand. So, in fact, we were a very, very long way down the waiting list and it took a while. And by the time we got to the top of the waiting list, it was actually much less quirky than it had been 18 months previously. So, Helen, you now hire your electric car through this company called Onto. Can you explain to us how that works? Absolutely. It's Ultimately, it's a medium term hire. So it's a, it's basically renting a car from month to month. Now, what you do is you say how much you're prepared to pay each month. And there are certain cars within each bracket. And each month, if you want to, you can swap in and out. So it's a bit like a subscription. So we have actually had two cars through on two. The first one that we had was a Nissan Leaf which had quite a small battery, but is a little bit of a bigger car. We had that car for 18 18 months. And unfortunately, that then came to the end of its period. I think after two years, they then take the cars off the system and then sell them as secondhand cars. And so we've actually downsized into a Renault Zoe, which has got a bigger range, a larger engine, and takes a bit longer to charge on the slow charge overnight. But it's been a really interesting experience. And so each month, you can, if you want to, swap out your car, but or you just keep on paying your regular pay. And for somebody like us who's quite risk averse and just needs to know regular outgoings, it's actually a very good way to own a car because you can hand it back at any point. And you all you do is just, you just agree for the next month you're going to have the car. It includes all of your insurance, all the maintenance, any things that go wrong, they'll come out to your house and fix it. And it also includes membership to four different charging companies that mean that you can have free charges at quite a few different locations across the country. 
So, Helen, do you think that this would work for somebody who kind of thinks, well, I know that I should be driving electric rather than a fossil fuel car, but I'm not really sure it's going to work for me. I'd quite like to have a go first. Do you think this would be good for them? I think that's the main thing. I think a lot of the, um, the challenges with getting people to try any of the environmental steps that make a major difference to their carbon footprint is around that I don't know what good looks like. With a kitchen, you have a general gist of what kinds of things you've seen, how they generally work and what kinds of things you've got in mind. With electric cars, it's incredibly hard to work out what your absolute yeses and absolute noes are. And so with electric cars, there are things like working out charging, working out how often you have to charge. How far does the range actually go? Is it a difficulty getting anywhere to charge near my family member's house, near my work, near the different places that I go to? How do I fit this into my week? And I think it's a really good way to try a different car every month. One thing I should say is that they charge a small fee to exchange each month. So if you keep it month on month, it's the same fee every month. If you do swap it out each time, they come and pick up your old car and deliver your new car. So it's, it is worth the money. But I think it's either something, it's two figures. I don't think it's three figures. I think it's like 50 quid. Um, and they will come and leave the new car on your driveway. So that is, it's a good way to try the different ones and see how your family gets on, definitely. So Helen, when you first hire your car, or if you want to swap your hire car for a different one, the cars are all brought to you. You don't actually need to go anywhere to to get or to take a car. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Pre-COVID, apparently they had, I think, four or five depots in the country and you had to go and collect your car. Of course, once COVID hit, they didn't want everybody mingling all in one warehouse. And so they changed their format and actually they've kept it in place because they've now got that larger reach it actually is much more worthwhile to keep people on salary rather than paying for the warehousing. So Helen, thinking to the future, are you likely to stick with hiring and are you likely to stick with electric? Has it been a positive experience for you so far? We've actually recommended um, onto to a number of friends and we will definitely continue this model. So like I said, the question around whether we would ever buy an electric car, the answer is no, but for a couple of reasons. As I said, partly we simply don't have 25 to 35,000 pounds to buy a car. Just don't. Um, and I think the secondhand market, which is where we might have looked, the technology is changing so quickly. And obviously what diminishes in um, efficacy over time is the battery life. And so actually we think that it's better value at the moment doing this month on month higher setup it works really really well for us and actually we as i said we've we've encouraged a few people to try it we've also been able to demonstrate when we visit people either that we can get to them and back and not have to worry about charging or that actually a simple cable into a plug inside we can do a drip charge overnight and it will cost a fiver in their electricity we'll leave them a fiver on the desk as we leave and so actually it's been an entirely easy way to have a discussion with people about making things work Helen, thank you very much indeed for telling us about your experience. Not at all. Thanks for having me, Amanda. I was talking there to Helen Burridge. And as she said, she rents from the company Onto, but there are other companies out there hiring electric cars out also. A quick plea from St Albans Sustainability Festival. Not only do they want to remind you that you've only got until the 14th of March to register your event for this year's festival, they'd also like to ask you for your support for their crowdfunder appeal. 
With your extra support, they say, they can spread the word further and reach more people. They say that Sussfest has the power to impact many more people if they can raise enough to ensure that their promotion can reach new audiences. All donations made through their crowdfunder appeal would be match-funded, so doubling the impact of your donation. Now, you will find the link to the crowdfunder and information about corporate sponsorship packages at their website, sussfest.org. Remember that you can listen to podcasts of this and other episodes of Environment Matters on the podcast page of RadioVerilon.com where you'll find the podcast of last week's show where I discuss the possible environmental impact of the proposed plans for expansion at Luton Airport with Graham Olver, CEO of Luton Rising and John Hale of the campaign group Quieter Skies and also gave you information about how you can have your say. Also, if you're listening to this show on Sunday morning or Wednesday evening, you might like to know that it can also now be heard as part of Radio Verulam's Sunday Tea Time Talk Time with Show Talk with James Watt on at five o'clock, Environment Matters and So What on at six, My St Albans at seven and The Parents Show at eight. So lots of great shows to round off your weekend. I'll be back at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.